Welcome to Mind in a Bind. Take a breather, turn around certain ideas and brighten up your mundane life with a fresh outlook. Listen on and tune in to the Takeaways from Life by Anita S.J. The Search We see with our eyes but seek with our minds. The gnawing question whether God exists can be answered by oneself and nobody else. We look for God as in a human form like a human body but we depend on our eyes so much that we want to believe only what we see. But has anybody seen gravitational force? Can anyone see oxygen? These are principles and elements and we know how they work but we cannot see them. You would say the existence of these things have been proven to us. Neither an atheist or a believer in one particular definition of God is open-minded. Atheist believes in the non-existence of God. He will only look at things that prove his belief of non-belief in a power greater than other things controlling him. His mind is thus closed. A believer will believe only firmly in what he believes and nothing else. Nobody else's perspective. He has taken his God as the only one. His definition of what God is, he feels, is well analyzed and concluded thus for him as final. So even he has closed his mind. An open-minded search for a perfect definition will keep redefining that till the time that all else is explained, all else including his own existence. A perfect definition of God should be able to explain all the cause-effect related to the universe as well as our own existence. The final cause and effect of all things, including human existence, can explain what God really is. If you remember, the person who first declared the earth is flat was beaten up. He could envisage what all other eyes wide open could not see. Why? He was open-minded. We do see with our eyes but seek with our mind. Why don't we suppose that God is a principle, say like gravitational force or an element, say like oxygen? Where there is oxygen, there is life or in other words, oxygen keeps us alive and the absence of it from our body will end life. It is we who are capable of taking in the oxygen and it is not the oxygen that decides how much of it is necessary for each of us. Likewise, it is we who can, if we try to, understand the principle that we call God. There have been people who have understood the principle, God. Now you may want to ask, why couldn't they prove it to mankind? An ice cream can be described to a person who has never tasted it, but the experience of having it is personal and unique and cannot be understood by hearing the descriptive experience of another. If I describe an experience of a giant wheel, you would want to experience it to enjoy it. In case of understanding the term God, why do we feel the need 
to know God only on an intellectual level? Why not wish to experience the God within? What is God? Is it a person or power or a principle? Unless these questions pop in our minds, we cannot even begin the search. Whoever has yearned to know God has given an account of their experience to be fulfilling. Then why should we not follow their ways? Firstly, let's see God as a person. Say, our imaginary God rules the universe along with our earth and our body. Our blood pressure shoots up with stress. Our pulse rate increases. Also, our digestion is disturbed if we see discord around us. Is this discord resulting from the stress God is experiencing? Does he undergo stress for having to attend to so many prayers? Such discord should be then seen in the universe too, since it is a larger area of responsibility. And if so, there would be collisions everywhere. You just have to consider the orderliness of the movement of the sun, moon and earth and imagine the chaotic effects if sun rose a little later or earth rotated little faster or moon is unable to move. Such events are unimaginable to us as they never happen. Everything in the universe seems to be moving in perfect order. What efficiency of God, isn't it? If he is efficient in his work outside, as then the same God has surely worked hard in the making of this intricate body. There is no man-made machine as efficient and compact as a 250 gram heart. If this perfectly working heart within our body undergoes stress, then who's doing is it? He has laid down perfect rules for healthy living. We suffer when we unknowingly or knowingly break those rules. We are using our free will in choosing what to do with our hearts. Man makes mistakes when under pressure, but God doesn't. As a person, God has to be perfect to be on the throne. Secondly, if we see God as power, again as seen in all the powers around like magnetism and electricity, they work on a set of rules that cannot be disregarded. Using our free will again, we either use the power to create or to destruct. Thirdly, if we see God as a principle, then whether a person or a power, both would have to work on said principles. As a principle, I see it works on cause-effect, which we read as justice. As you sow, so shall you reap, be it a seed or a thought. If it be a person, it will have intentions. If a principle, it works on its own justice. Like every principle, it has its wisdom inbuilt. And knowing the inbuilt wisdom of the principle is like knowing the principle itself. Not just knowing the principle, but living it. We will be then seeing things as God sees them. Is this what is known as being God conscious? To what extent do you think we use our own free will? Now ask yourself whether I created my body 
or god created my body or am i the god who created my body thank you for listening hope you enjoyed i am happier today share the thoughts subscribe so that you don't miss on our upcoming episodes